0: You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokello, live from Seattle, Washington, USA. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for another incredible session here of the African Father in America podcast. I am truly privileged to be here with a special guest, uh, my wonderful friend, Dana Marie, who is a radio show host and an author and a spiritual teacher and someone who has really, really supported my work here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, Literally, since uh, I moved here, Dana has been one of the people that have ensured that, you know, uh, the events, especially Madaraka Festival, is well promoted. And so she's given me access to her audience uh, for quite a few years. And so today I felt that it was the day for me to also uh, bring Dana to the African Father in America podcast so that we can learn a little more Uh, about Dana's story but we can also dive a little deeper into African ancestral wisdom with Dana because this is kind of your line of work you know uh, outside of your show at KKNW KKNW AM Seattle Uh, it's 1150 KKNW right
1: yep that's it yeah
0: Excellent, excellent. Why don't you just say hi before we begin the show, Diana?
2: I would say aloha. Aloha. So nice to see you again.
0: Yeah, it's oh always, always wonderful to see you. And uh, I just thank you for always being warm and kind and welcoming whenever we've joined you for your show. Uh, and um, I want us to begin our time together here today with a beautiful Bambara proverb. Uh, It says that the child who loves freedom is the first victim of it. The child who loves freedom is the first victim of it. And uh, I just want to quickly give a shout out to a few of my brothers and sisters who have joined us for today's show. I see Cubs has joined us here. I see Stephen. I see Joseph and... uh, Uh, I'm just, you know, this is Clubhouse, but we're also live on YouTube. I see Olushola and Kiden and Patty. Thank you all so much for being here. I'm hosting a really special guest. You know, uh, no man is an island. You can't do things on your own. And uh, many of you who are watching this show or who who are listening, you know about Madaraka Festival. You know about the Kijiji night that is coming up uh, on February 24th. And um, when I moved to Seattle, I didn't know many people. Uh, And then I connected with uh, a couple of friends who knew Dana Marie, and I didn't know that Dana had a show. So uh, in the process of planning Madaraka, in the very early years, you know, Dana reached out and she said, look, there's a community that you're missing, and I want you to come to my show and talk about your story, talk about the work that you're doing, uh, so that we can bring more people to your event. And since then, we've, you know, I've sent artists to her show. Uh, even last year, I was able to send uh, sponsors uh, that run African companies that were sponsoring the festival to her show, as well as Lavender, who has been a frequent attendee and, uh, you know, co-creator of this space has been to the show. So today, um, you know, I woke Dana very early in the morning so that we can talk about today's African proverb and also just learn a little bit about Dana because, you know, uh, when somebody scratches your back, you also have to scratch their back. (laughs) So uh, the child who loves freedom is the victim, is the first victim of it. This is a beautiful proverb from the Bambara community. Now, I have three nuggets of wisdom related to this proverb. The first one says that think before acting, you know. And the second one says that be responsible with decisions. And then the last one says that seek wise counsel, you know. So when you look at these three nuggets of wisdom and you think about the proverb, the child who loves freedom is the first victim of it, really this Bambara proverb wakes you up to the potential consequences of reckless freedom. You know, a lot of us, uh, you know, we leave our jobs uh, because we've had an idea of getting rich quick. You know, uh, a lot of people also live here. They leave the diaspora uh, going back to the motherland. Uh, ...because they've watched a YouTube video of how life is cheap in Africa... ...and they go there and they're shocked, you know. They find that what they were imagining is not the truth, you know. So you can interpret this proverb in many different ways, you know. Uh, The idea is for you to take time, think about it... ...and look at what this proverb means for you personally. So uh, I want you to share also in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube what this proverb from the Bambara community means to you personally and I'll engage with you. I'll respond to your comments later on and also give this video a thumbs up so that YouTube knows that we are here. Um, But I want to invite my special guest, Dana Marie. If you're meeting Dana Marie for the first time, she's a spiritual leader, she's an author, she's a radio show host and she spent many, many years, uh, you know, working with people of all ages uh, to give them tools to heal themselves, inspire them to control, to take control of their lives. And uh, she's an author of a book known as Our Energy Matters and Auras Angel. And also uh, she hosts a show that I've mentioned quite a few times already, Lift Your Spirits with Dana Marie. And it's airing on Fridays, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 KKNWAM Seattle. The, sh- the radio station is actually not far from where I live, so it's always uh, really, really wonderful. Uh, some of the things that Dana does include public speaking, Reiki, and uh, Dana lives on Woodby Island, uh, another place that I love visiting uh, whenever I can. So uh, Dana, when you received this proverb from us, the child who loves freedom, is the first victim of it. What is it that came to your mind?
2: I thought of freedom and discipline, because it's nice to have that freedom, but you also have to have the self-discipline not to abuse it. And that's kind of I live my life for freedom. That's everything I do is so that I can actually have the freedom to listen to my higher self, spirit. So if it tells me to do something like have you on my show, I just do it. And then one time you were late, and then I forget the musician you brought in, but he did the show with me and he had just left Kamano, but it was spirit driving. And that's how you got in on my show. That's how one by Africa kind of uh, connected with me, but that freedom to reach out to somebody, that freedom to live life um, actually to the fullest, but there is that responsibility. So discipline, there's a lot, I got a lot of freedom, but I, I wake up just like you and I get the job done. That's discipline.
0: I love that. I love that. I love that. Uh, without fr- without discipline, uh, even your freedom will cost you. You know, you have to be disciplined to a certain extent, in order for you to enjoy the freedom, but also make the best of it. You know, um, you know. I'm, I'm I'm a father of three girls, and as they are growing up, sometimes they get frustrated and they say, "Hey, uh, I just want to be free. I don't want to go to bed at 7 p.m." I want to go to bed at 10 p.m. like you, you know, <laughs> I want to be free. And then I tell them, oh, you have no idea what kind of freedom you're looking for. It's not so fun, you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, I want to thank all my friends and family and, um, you know, everybody who is listening in now. I see the comments coming in on YouTube. Uh, MJ and Steve, M- MJ and Stephen, thank you for joining us uh, on YouTube. And um, I want to continue on with our conversation with the special guest here. But in a moment, we will invite comments on the proverb and also on the conversation with Dana Marie. So if you're listening in, I want you to uh, take notes, you know, take notes and think about, uh, you know, think about this conversation and think about how you want to participate in it, whether you just want to comment or whether you want to uh, just you know, focus on the proverb. I want you all to, you know, be engaged. Uh, Take a minute, if you're on Clubhouse, make sure you're you're, you're also, you know, sharing the link to this show and inviting your friends and family to join us for this conversation at these early stages. So uh, Dana, I share this story a lot on this show. I share how my mother gave me a bicycle at the age of eight, and I began distributing milk and bread in my community. And that's how I learned entrepreneurship and leadership and, uh, you know, creating some of the events that I've been doing, creating One Vibe Africa, uh, the nonprofit organization that I founded, uh, and even creating this show. You know, my mother raised me uh, to create solutions to problems, just like she did. And I, I know that you and many of the guests I host also have similar situations in your own lives, and particularly there's an event at the early stage of your life that influenced who you are today, you know. So I want you to share a story uh, of an event that happened maybe when you were, uh, you know, eight to 16, uh, or even any time before or after that, that really uh, drives who you are today.
2: Well, it was fun to actually go there in my mind because my aunt used to live on a beach right across from uh, would be Camino, and uh, I would go to the beach by myself, and I would feel like I was in heaven. Just just sitting by the water, being at the beach. I'd go swimming as a kid, and it's pretty cold, but I would um, I would make friends with dogs, <laughs> and I would bring dogs home. And the other day my aunt said, Oh yeah, remember how many dogs used to bring home. And then I would leave and those dogs would stay at her house, but they were roaming around free. And now I work with animals. I, I, I live on the beach. You know, I'm always there. And I just thought my spiritual work is about bringing people back to nature. And I think that time in my life being by myself, by the water may have influenced me in a way. That's why I do retreats and I bring people to that place so that they can find themselves. So I think that that's what just popped in my head, that's how I'm living my life right now, is because of that time as a child, it's probably like nine, 10, going to the beach.
0: Wow, I love that. I love that, you know, simple things, simple things uh, are the things that stay with you, you know, that stay with you and continue, uh, you know, bringing, bringing you happiness, uh, even as, as as you're aging, you know. Um you know, you do a lot of things, Dana. You do uh, your show, you do the retreats you just talked about. Uh, you, you have a book uh, that you authored. And this is just a few of the things I know that you do, you know. But I want you to maybe pick one thing that excites you. Uh, one thing that uh, if you had an opportunity to talk to, you know, a group of new friends, you'd share with them that, you know, this is currently what's the most exciting for me out of all the projects that I'm doing, uh, and this is
1: why.
2: Well, let's see. Right now, I get, I'm getting back into music. So, we're doing a music festival in August here because uh, music's back. So, I'm helping musicians get their music out there, um, helping with sponsorships and things like that. But, I'm running around marketing bands on the island and. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I produced an album and I wrote the songs with Mr. Van Connor who he was from in the screaming trees and he just passed away this week. And anyways, so because of him, I not only learned how to write songs, but we went into the studio in Seattle and we produced an album. And so I've been there from beginning to end and watching musicians play my song. And, and then you put it in and you hear it the whole song, um, plus the whole album. So that's another thing I'm just really happy because when you work with the chakras, which is your higher chakras is your energy, your connection, to spirit, imagination, and creativity. What comes out of that is people like you, you're, you know, you're very artistic and we want to keep those energy systems flowing. And that's what my book's about is the chakra system and how, when I do prescriptions for people, it's usually something creative and they get back into music or they get they write a book or they do poetry or, or take cooking classes or dance. And then those chakras keep your energy high. And so that's why I hang out with musicians. And when I'm at a festival with a bunch of kids up on stage, you know how fun that is listening to them play or actually help them produce an album. So each week on my show, I have a, um, a, a artist or a musician. That's what I love right now is music. It's back.
0: Wow, that's beautiful, that's beautiful, and uh, I definitely, I played on your show, I played the Nyatiti on your show the last time I was there, and I didn't know that that was the bigger vision that you had for your show, uh, I can't wait for the festival you have in August, you, you need to invite me to also play at your festival, um, and uh, we are doing Mararaka festival very soon in May this time, uh, I'll tell you more about it, um, Yeah, you know, uh, the the person that you're speaking about earlier that uh, joined your show because I could not make it is called Yadi Bojia. He's also an artist. He's the designer of the Africa Union flag. And I had him here on the show some time back. But uh, just thank you for, you know, creating space for African artists on your show as well. Uh, Why has this been important to you? Why has it been important uh, for you to uh make your show an inclusive space where someone like me someone like Yadi, uh and even some of the artists you're currently working with why is it important for you to turn your radio show into a music show
2: (laughs) you know i think that was the other thing as a child i loved music my, my parents were i never played anything i never i just loved to dance that's what my favorite thing is but music when i was little We didn't have a lot of money, but I went to the library and I got albums. I don't even know how I got a library card, but I would sit in my room and just, it saved my life that, and and, you know, mother nature and animals, but music, I I can't live without it. And this whole time when we couldn't go see local music or be with people was really, really difficult for me. In fact, I think I'm grieving still for those two years where I couldn't be out there. But the reason I do it is because it lifts my spirits. And I love to work with kids. So I mentor kids, I've mentored them since, gosh, about 20 years ago, I started doing my healing work and I mentored uh, 16 year olds in Snohomish after school. And all of those kids went off to, most of them play music. One was on American Idol, the other one was on The Voice. These kids thrive, but I like to watch them uh, change their, their writing skills. So first of all, it's about a breakup and a boy that doesn't like you. And then it comes out to something about uh, center line, that she called it balance. The, the, the songs change to like a, a very more spiritual, more mature as they learn the energy work or more about themselves. The songs become beautiful. So I have to share them. And that's where it kind of started was all those young kids. But yeah, you're my musician of the week.
0: <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, then I I just love listening to you talk, and it's sometimes it's actually interesting to have to interview the person who interviews people, you know. So uh, this is really really a privilege, uh, and uh, I want to thank uh, William Jackson, who is also uh, an incredible, you know, educator and an advocate for STEAM uh, education and uh, certified, uh, you know. Uh, virtual learning uh, you know educator uh, and also I see M J L. thank you all for for being here with me on YouTube and just engaging and Stephen thank you so much and of course Anne, I see you thank you so much for joining us uh and then on Clubhouse uh you know I see that uh, our brothers and sisters there are actually you know large in numbers and i just thank you emily and kelsey and rocky and of course douglas you know we're about to hear from you all so just get ready to share your own perspectives i see stella and steven and Cubs as well so uh, then i want you to take a few notes you know i want to bring in uh, a few of our contributors a few of our friends who joined this show consistently Uh, also i want you to hear their voices and then i want you to reflect you know reflect on some of the things that are going to be said uh, maybe pick one or two or three or even five that move you and speak about them so for now I'll just go to you Cubs Uh, quickly just share with us where in the world you're joining us from uh, what today's proverb means to you and also share any comment that you have for my special guest Dana Marie thank you so much
3: I was just trying to share the room so i was like wait wait i haven't shared yet <clears throat> okay <laughs> so
4: i am uh in missouri thank you for this room uh dana thank you for your share good to see the family again today um when i read the proverb um the child who loves freedom is the first victim of it um and i think it's yourselves, uh simon and um have already alluded to it it's you know, we think about when you first have the taste of freedom, what does that feel like? And then what are the choices you make with it? And all of us have to experience that. And sometimes, unfortunately, if you make the wrong decision with your freedom, it can lead down to a path that becomes very difficult to, to undo. Um, example, you know, uh, uh, the substance abuse, uh, things like that. Or, or or different kinds of, of of addictions with the freedom and not being able to monitor yourself or handle it. So <clears throat> that was uh, that was my thought about that. Um, and and sort of like having having some wisdom around doing things. And that's why again, as usual, I love this room because it's all about gives you the thinking around the wisdom of your choices and and parenting and all that good stuff. Um, Dana, so nice to. To meet you and listen to you uh, uh, on the show, and I, I'm, I'm grateful as I listen to how music has really inspired you and how the space, being at the beach, and uh, being with dogs. You know, that age, I'm looking at my children right now and just seeing some of the things they are doing right now. They are between the ages. In fact, today is my daughter's twelfth birthday. Atiano is her name, like your like your daughter Simon, um, and I'm thinking she. What are the things she does now that is going to make her live her life chasing that or doing that or that pulls her to that so it's really interesting listening to that and i think i'm talking too much so i'm gonna hand the mic back to you simon thanks
0: (laughs) no you're not talking too much you're 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 just uh dropping gems you know let me just (laughs) say that uh let's go quickly to steven thank you for joining us uh thank you for all your uh contribution to this space uh let us know where you're joining us from your thoughts on the proverb, and any comments to my special guest.
5: Hello, Simon. Hello, everyone. I'm Steven, joining from Kisumu, Kenya. Uh, I'm happy to be a part of this session today. Uh, Thank you, Dana, for your continued support and uh, for the growth you've uh, seen Kijiji Knight grow to be. Thank you for also your inspirational uh, 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 speech and uh, the good uh, works that you've been doing, mentoring and changing uh, the young lives that uh, you're inspiring back in the U.S. Uh, on today's proverb, my understanding of this proverb, it's just a reminder to myself that every decision that we make have got consequence. and. Uh, It's uh, a call to us that uh, uh, every freedom we have, have got its uh, pros and cons. So it's important to us to uh, choose the right path if we want uh, good out of everything that we do. Thank you for having me, Simon. That was my moment.
0: Thank you, Stephen. Uh, I deeply appreciate you and uh, your contribution. Uh, Hey, Stella. Let's see if you Stella is able to contribute today. She's been having technical issues over the last few days. Uh, how are you? Where are you joining us from? And uh, what are your thoughts on today's proverb, Stella? I suspect that Stella has the same challenge. So we'll move on to Kiden. Hey Kiden! thank you for making the time to join us for the show today. Uh, I I would love for you to share your comments on the proverb and also the conversation with Dana Marie. Uh, Kiden is another podcaster and another, uh, you know, leader that I have a lot of, uh, you know, love and respect for. Go ahead, Kiden.
3: Thank you so much, Simon. Good morning, everyone. Blessed love. Um, I'm joining you guys from Florida. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, today's proverb is another interesting one. Uh, I've actually noticed uh, the last couple of ones have mentioned children some, you know, some part around the, the proverb. And so what, it, what that does for me, just reflecting on today's proverb and the last few ones. Hey Keeda, it, uh,
0: so it's intentional. Yeah. The whole January we are focusing on children. So mm-hmm. all the proverbs uh, are, have something to do with children the whole of January.
3: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I, I love that. And so what that makes me really think about uh, is going back to the basics. You know, anytime I see um, quotes or proverbs like this that mention children and there's principles and uh like you say, Simon, there's gems. It just takes me back to the basics. You know, sometimes the things that we tell children also applies to us as adults if we really check into it and especially It being the time of the the new year where a lot of people have goals and and, uh, um, things that they want to start doing. And so it's important to just go back to the basics um, in that regard. But I I definitely want to thank your guest, uh, Dana, for joining us today. Um, Dana, hearing you talk about how your spiritual work is uh, about bringing people back to nature is so inspiring. Um, Last month was um, Seasonal Effective um, Awareness Month, basically, Seasonal Depression Awareness. And as I was doing research about that, uh, one of the things they encourage people to do is go outside, you know, to take a walk, get some sunlight, spend some time outdoors. And so um, you saying that kind of reminded me about the importance of spending time with nature and how that can kind of help heal us. And then the last thing i want to say is that people who introduce us to new music are important (laughs) and that's a quote that i i read online one time and i said wow that's so true you know because music new music that comes into our lives that touches us um you know that's another gem to hold on to so thank you so much i'm done speaking
0: of course of course kidding Uh, And then Akiden is someone you should meet. She's also an artist, you know, uh, and she comes to Seattle from time to time. So I should do an intro so that when when she's in town, you can have her on your show. And uh, you know she's a podcaster, a podcaster too, and she might have you on her show. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's about building. It's about building. Then uh, I'll come back to you in a moment. Let's go through all our friends who are on stage. Hey, party! It's just wonderful to see you. What are your thoughts on the proverb and also the conversation with Dana?
6: I love you, Simon. <laughs> Yes, you are amazing. I love always the proverbs. I know we all resonate with them in one way or another. Well, you know what came up to me? The first word that came up to me in my spirit with this proverb, and it is so profound like usual, but surrender, surrender. And you know what? Surrender is a sacrifice. It is a sacrifice. So thus you become the victim, right? But at the end of the day, it also reminds me of that agony in the garden. God You know, is this your will? But at the end of the day, he gave us choice. He gave us choice. So when we choose to pursue our purpose, it's the cross we carry. Again, we're the victim in that. But it's okay because it's through the blood of Christ. Oh, my God, do I love this so much. Thank you. Hallelujah. I'm so blessed with this proverb. First time reading it. More More to really think about, you know. But that's what's in my spirit right now. And I appreciate you. God bless. Back to you.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Patty. I deeply appreciate it. Uh, Patty has also been one of the people who have supported this show for a long, long time, and uh, I deeply appreciate your presence today. Hey, Kesiwa, how are you? Uh, Thank you again. Kesiwa is also another big supporter of the show. Uh, Share with us your perspectives on this proverb, and and any comment is also welcome. Thank you so much.
7: I'm so glad to hear your guest, Dana. Um, it's really cool what she does. So as, as her advocacy and just to know that her reach is in Hawaii that, you know I find Hawaii very fascinating because uh, so many elements of their culture is like African culture like I mean I suppose, I should just say indigenous culture uh, all around the world. Um, So just to know that there's this kind of um, zeitgeist going on with uh, African artists um, and the reach being uh, as far as Hawaii, I think that's really awesome. And I appreciate her advocacy with the youth. And yeah, it fits with uh, uh, looks like you said earlier, the theme for the month is children. So this proverb just really shook me to my core and uh, you know, like Patty was, was sharing. It was just kind of like, whoa, this is, there's something very um, like canon about it. You know, Uh, I couldn't help but think of um, uh, climbing chroma when I heard this uh, uh, proverb, I was just kind of like, you know, uh there's or in in all our um uh, forefathers and foremothers who fought for freedoms uh on the continent um just they really wanted what they really wanted for us presently and for the future And, you know, a lot had to be a lot of them were sacrificed. Um, I also think of other freedom fighters, uh, you know, right here in America. uh, You know, Martin Luther King comes to mind. um, Malcolm X comes to mind and, you know, just uh, a lot. lot. (laughs) I mean, it's just such an amazing proverb, you know, the child who loves freedom. Is the first victim of it. It's like, <laughs> you know. Um, and then I also think about how, you know, unfortunately, some unscrupulous individuals could weaponize this to, you know, hold people hostage from not trying to seek freedom, you know. So, um, I, I, I appreciate this poem, uh, the fact that it comes from the Bambara people is also fascinating to me because, um, you know, it's they, such a huge uh, people, like they span so many different uh, countries and stuff like that. So uh, I, I I'm learning mostly today and uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, um, the replay (laughs) as well. Uh, This is and I'm done speaking. Thank you, Simon. Uh, Thank you, uh, AFIA uh, team that always makes this happen for all of us. You guys rock. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you. Of
0: course, of course, because you are literally part of the team, you know, because if we think about the people who share the the, the episodes of this podcast across uh, the internet. You are really a big part of it. So you are part of the team. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, as you are talking and saying that Dana's impact spans Hawaii and I, I just wanted to say that Dana's uh, soul is like an island soul, you know, <laughs> because if you want to li- learn how to live uh, on, on multiple islands you should talk to Dana. <laughs> Maybe Dana you should talk to us a little bit about how you've managed to uh, have an influence on Kamano Island, Woodby Island, and Hawaii Island. So we will talk about that in a second. But Rushi, uh, my brother, how are you? Uh, share with us your thoughts on this proverb and also uh, the conversation with Dana Marie.
1: Hey, no worries, no worries. <clears throat> Salam. Thank you for the space today, Simon. Uh, it's been a great conversation. Uh, this proverb is very, very powerful. The word that really sticks out to me is the word freedom. Freedom is a word I feel that's, it can be a very misconceiving word. You know, everyone's strives for freedom, but what does freedom really mean to you? What does it really mean to be free? It's a question we have to ask ourselves. Um, and the reason why I say that is, you know, um, if this this the word, the word freedom, it really makes me think of the Constitution of the United States. I'm, I'm calling from Charleston, South Carolina, where I'm from but you know that the first the first amendment in our constitution is the freedom of speech you have the right to say whatever you like but it's, it's so crucial that 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 first amendment is followed up with the second amendment which is the right to bear arms which to me really states and signifies that uh the freedoms that we have they're all consequences to what we say and what we do and that's something that we we really have to teach our kids. You know, I, I see a lot of kids today that they have the freedom to say whatever they want to say, and sometimes their parents don't correct them. And that's that's I, I say that, and that's uh, that's something I really see with my nephew. You know, I, I sometimes I hear him say curse words, and I say to myself, I say my brother, you're not going to correct him. He, he, my brother doesn't really correct correct his son when he says the wrong things, but there are consequences that always come later in life when we don't. Uh, let our kids know that, you know, we are free to do a lot of things, but we have to know that there are consequences to what we do and what we say, you know. And I, I really think, you know, in, in our country, in the United States, the leading cause of death for our kids is homicide. You know, that's and that's that's very. It says a lot. It, it really hurts that that is the leading cause of death for our kids. And uh, this proverb, to me, really speaks to that. The child who loves freedom is the first victim of it. And we have to realize that that word freedom, sometimes it doesn't really mean what, what we think it means. You know, you think of the etymology of that word free, but the last part, dom, D-O-M, is the doom. It's the doom of, the, of being free that we must uh, be wary of. thank you for the time, Sam.
0: You're most welcome, Brother brother Rushi. And thank you for breaking the word freedom to us like that. Uh, it means a lot. Brother Earth, how are you? Where are you joining us from? And uh, what are your thoughts in regards to the conversation with Dana and the proverb for today?
8: Peace and love, family. Brother Earth, I'm coming from the off territory. You know, mean, greetings to the village, always coming forth sharing the wisdom of the ancestors, And um I, I wanna give uh, uh honesty to be a guest for you know all the work that they're doing with the youth uh, especially uh youth keeping them uh, creative. I'm on a, a little rough road bear with me if you will. And um yeah, it's a lot going on. But let me say this. Yeah,
9: keep going. Problem, keep going.
8: Okay. The child who loves freedom is the is the first victim of it. And um, I want to say, as Malcolm X had a saying that, you know, uh, freedom ain't free. And uh, speaking to the point that Rushi made as well, here in the United States, you know for the for the, for most of us our highest understanding of freedom is financial freedom you know what i mean but are you really financially free if you have fiat in your pocket that really has no value and on top of that all uh, the oppressors are on the on the money so you know i mean for us we really have to evaluate uh what freedom is and um, what I'll say, it also reminds me of um, it's an old saying that old people say, uh, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. And a lot of times when you, you think you might want freedom and you can look at it from a child wanting freedom from their parents or want you know, ready to leave home or call themselves grown, um, a lot of times you don't necessarily understand all the sacrifices the trials and tribulations and responsibilities that come with the freedom you know if you're not careful you'll be the bit off water you can chew and um that's that's what i say uh that the proverb is saying that you know be careful what you ask for because you just might get it and um it could be you know heavy is uh it could be a lot to bear on yourself, so, so to speak. You know, i a part of my plan right now. Peace and love, family.
0: Brother, peace and love to you, brother. Uh, thank you for joining us, uh, despite how busy you are at the moment. Uh, let's hear from Walter. Walter is our last speaker on this, uh, contributor on the stage. And uh, Walter, before you go, I just want to quickly give a shout out to Johnny Nogood, and Shomari and Aida and Rick and Nene and Kelsey and Rocky who are listening in uh thank you all for being here take a second and make sure you share the room with your 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 friends invite you know invite one to two to three to five people to join us for the conversation and uh you know help us build this little village of ours and if you're watching on youtube make sure you give this video a thumbs up and leave us with your comment so that we know that you're engaged uh you know to the conversation that we're having today uh, let's hear from you, Walter. How are you? Where are you joining us from? And what are your thoughts in regards to today's proverb from the Bambara community?
9: I mean, you, King, for hosting such a great platform. I'm from Florida. Hope I'm not in the Matrix here, but... Yeah, we hear you.
0: You're breaking and a I, little, but keep going. Uh, we hear you. The music is beautiful, and, and I, you sound great.
9: I got my mother here in the van. All right. And I'm sitting with my mother here in the van in the front seat. We're getting some um, some food here at the um, local church here, Outreach. But um, listen, babies are still arriving. That's a good sign. Let's have a good time. Start pouring the wine, let the sun shine. I say this because every morning you rise, you begin a new day. At the first wake of tomorrow, do not start an old life inside of a new day. Forget something new. Learn something new. Learn of you. Yes, only return to you, to pick all the flowers you miss. I heard someone earlier speaking about as about sad seasonal affective disorder. This was written, and this proverb was written in a book that I wrote after trying to commit suicide after losing my second child in miscarriage, and my wife divorced me in the same day my sister um, passed away. 27 year old baby sister wrote, passed away. And I wrote this proverb because I lost a child. So we're speaking about children. And that was in this month. First this I come here to tell you to be encouraged to remember this and I found the peace and becoming freedom as a mother looks at me. I came down here to Florida from Alaska. And in my van or home free let's say and you know what it's been the best time i came down here to help take care of her because she had a heart attack and it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me let me tell you because as a child i know this and i try to tell my mother this because she's still dealing with some issues from her childhood some hurts and pains and i want everybody to get this if you don't get anything a child's most impressionable years developmentally are from the ages of one through seven. It's been proven scientifically that 98% of all people will live with these hurts and pains going through all kinds of ins and outs through life and never ever come to the pl- place of getting complete healing. I'm asking God why. But I'm going to tell you, the freedom in order... to freedom and I you have to get a hold of your little child that's inside of you you take your little child you you don't let life, you don't let pain drag you around but you get a hold of the little child within you and you're gonna tell that child and you gotta get that child and when you get this child you gotta look yourself in the mirror and you're gonna forgive everyone that ever hurt you that ever did anything to you but even beyond that, it gets a little deeper. You're going to need a lot of wipes and a lot of tissues when you get to this point. Not only will you forgive that child, but be forgiving yourself. You have to forgive yourself. Tell that child, I forgive you. That I'll never allow any anymore. You have to tell that child, I won't hurt you anymore. And when you do this, you will be, find freedom. So that's my contribution to this. I hope you were blessed. Thank you. Yes, we
0: are definitely, definitely blessed. And uh, thank you for sharing your special moment with your mom, with all of us, and sharing, you know, uh, your beautiful stories with us. Uh, you know, we deeply appreciate it. This is why we have this space, you know. Uh, so that we can we can uh, build, we can pour our hearts out and we can also uh, you know really uh, you know dive deep into our ancestral wisdom that we access through these proverbs, you know. So uh, again, thank you to all our contributors. I just want to quickly take a moment. There are two people in the room, uh, Jay and Johnny, who are really critical to helping grow this show to what it is today and i'm just happy that you're here uh i hope you are proud of the work that you know we are doing here today um i want to come back you know we are getting close to the end of the time uh of the show today we've heard from everybody who is on the stage i also want to quickly give a shout out to wetabawa you know wetabawa is also an incredible contributor i haven't seen you in a long time but it's just nice uh that you're here and i see Aj- Aj- Ajeli. And uh, I also see, um, you know, Rochelle uh, is here and, of course, Shomari and Nene and Kelsey. But one thing for those who are joining us for the first time, we do this show Monday to Friday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And Dana is laughing here because I had to wake up uh, very, very early. And, you know, right before we began the interview, before we went live, Uh, She was asking me, why do you have to wake me up so early? And I was telling her, this is when the spirit is moving, you know. (laughs) But also, while it's 6 a.m. in the morning in Seattle, it's 5 p.m. in Kenya, it's 4 p.m. somewhere, you know. So uh, it took a while before we settled on this time, you know. At the beginning of this show, it used to be at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for 30 minutes. And then it became an hour show from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. And this was in the midst, in the middle of the pandemic. So as things were opening up and my kids were going back to school, I knew I could not sustain it closer to 8 a.m. So I had to move it earlier because I was already awake anyway, you know. Um, and it has worked really well for over two years now we've done it at this time. And uh, I just thank you for waking up early. Uh, you took one for the team. <laughs> now, uh, you know, you had so many of our brothers and sisters commenting on our conversation and also sharing their own perspectives on the proverb. I just want you to reflect a little bit on everything you had. And then I want you to share with us how we can stay connected with you, uh, you know, and how we can support the work that you do, whether it's on your radio show or whether it's with your book.
2: Well, I have to say my book started as a kid's game. 30 years ago, well, now 35 years ago, and that's how I started doing the little chakra readings. A hypnotherapist did the Reiki, but I brought the the chakra, my book, into it, and all I did was help the kids find something they love to do. That was the prescription. I mean, whether they danced, I took kids to dance lessons, and, and that's what I think this is all coming to, is you, we have an inner child, right? So even as adults, we got to find that thing that lifts our spirits, that thing that gets us out of the bed out of bed early in the morning and lights your fire. So with that freedom, if kids have a focus, like um, the reason I'm even talking here now is because Simon was working with children. And when I saw those videos, I mean, it just touched my heart and you were giving those kids something to live for. So yeah, we have freedom, but if you're focused on something that lifts your spirits, then that energy, that freedom's good. But if you are having freedom and you you do get into addiction or drugs and you go the wrong way, that's going to affect you, obviously. So we've got to give our kids something like creative, artistic. And if they are swearing or upset, you give them music, they get it out right through music. And, And they also learn the energy behind the words, right? It doesn't feel good after a while. If they're doing something that lifts their spirits, they're going to learn. But if they don't have the chakras open, Our kids are easily manipulated. They're, you know, sold things they don't need. They're going in the direction that we don't want them to go in. So music, art and community, that's what our kids need right now. And mother nature gets them right back into the seasons, back into what's important. They get in to see the stars, the moon, the beaches, sit their butts on the ground, get them outside and away from, if I have to say anything, television, Television is not feeding our kids anything positive. So take your kids dancing. <laughs> Go to a, a festival, um, you know, buy some local music, get them an instrument. And 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 Simon, you are the reason, you know, you are were on my show to keep me going. And every that last show we did, I wanted to cry in a good way the whole time because I've seen your story. And it started because you had a vision of helping other people and you've changed people's lives. So here you are with me (laughs) talking about kids
0: thank you thank you so much Dana. I deeply appreciate that Um, And now I want you to tell us how we can stay connected with you you know if someone is listening or watching the show where can they go in order for them to stay connected with you
2: so I have lift your spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook and each week I do a YouTube and it's about my book it's called our energy matters and I post it there So if you want to know more about your chakras, your energy, and how to keep it tuned up. Uh, And then I have dina-marie.com. That's my website. Uh, And you can see my my radio show on there. You can see that um, album I did with Van Conner. Let's see. I have retreats here on the island. So if you ever come to Woodview, like Simon's going to, he was here yesterday. You can come out and do a retreat with me. Um, It's about four hours. We do the labyrinth. We go to the beach. We walk in the woods. We do Reiki. Uh, I do a chakra reading with you. But yeah, it's dina-marie.com and it's Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook and Dina Marie, Instagram and also Facebook.
0: Incredible. One of my dreams uh, has always been uh, to, to do a, a black a black men's retreat on Udbe Island. Uh, and I want to talk to you about how to go about doing that because there are a lot of, um, of black men that listen to this show, you know. And this show was actually inspired by a very tragic uh, event that happened to uh, an African brother here in the Pacific Northwest. And so, uh, you know, it's also a healing space. You know, that's why it's grounded on African proverbs. But I've never brought people who listen to the show and people who support it together physically, you know. Uh, And that's one of my dreams. So... If you're interested in such a concept, let me know in the DMs, uh, especially on Instagram. My handle is at okelojavan. Then again, thank you for, you know, uh, waking up so early to be here with me today and to engage with this show today. Uh, William Jackson says in the comment that this really shows that it does take a village to raise children. Great program again, Simon. Thank you so much. And also, I see Ida. Ida was in the room. Uh, Ida is another beautiful leader that uh, we we didn't give a proper shout out when she was here. But Ida is William Jackson's wife. And uh, I interviewed both of them, I think, last week. And it's just beautiful that you've all stuck around and you're still (laughs) showing up every day and supporting. It just means a lot. Um, I want to talk about Kijiji Night. You know, I'm producing Kijiji Night on February 24th at Langston Hills Performing Arts Institute. And I want you all to come. It's a free event. Uh, Some of the people who are helping make it happen are right here with us listening right now. Jay and Joni and of course Stella and Steven are deeply, deeply involved in making this happen. Uh, I want you to go to Eventbrite and find Kijiji Night. Kijiji means village. K-I-J-I-J-I. It means village. It's a special event I've been producing for five years at the Seattle Art Museum. Currently the museum is having staffing issues so we had to move the event to Langston Hughes. and I'm just happy that we were able to move it there because that's the heart of the black and African community uh, here in the Pacific Northwest. So come you'll be able to watch a movie that I helped produce it's called Madaraka the Documentary And also there's another movie that we'll watch. These are short movies, really. They're not long documentaries. Uh, The second one is called um, Displaced. And it's about the displacement going on around the Duwamish River here in the Pacific Northwest. The displacement is happening as a result of uh, the, 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 the rising cost of living, you know, especially for the immigrant community members, and also because of environmental degradation, you know, Uh, so you come and uh, you'll see it for yourself Uh, we also have a lot of food a lot of music and a lot of great people for you all to meet with that i want to you know close our time together i want to encourage you to give this video a thumbs up if you're watching it on youtube if you're listening uh, on clubhouse make sure you follow me there because next time i'm live uh, clubhouse is going to notify you Dana. What are your closing remarks before we wrap up the show today?
2: First of all, I want to thank you so much. Um, Yeah, I just, I want to help you with your retreat if I can get get you some information. But I just want to say everybody has an inner child and we're all children at heart. So again, just find that thing that brings you joy and, and, and do it as much as you can. And that's how we're going to change the world.
0: Thank you. I love that. I love that. With that, we've come to the tail end of our time together today. And, uh, you know, to everyone who contributed, thank you so much. The African Father in America podcast is available across all podcasting platforms. You know, on Apple, we are now a five-star rated podcast. And it's really because of you guys listening, downloading and rating the podcast there. So if you haven't done that, you should do that. Now, I'll see you all tomorrow, same time, 6 a.m. Pacific (laughs) Standard Time, and we are going to have another beautiful conversation. Peace and
5: love.
0: African you are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon
5: Javano Kello, live from Seattle, Washington.